welcome to Your Daily Bread with co-hosts Abby Stacier and Hannah Calhoun. We're here to be your weekly source of spiritual nourishment, guiding you to find food freedom in a deeper connection with Christ. As we explore the intersection of faith and nutrition, these bite-sized episodes will help you heal your relationship with food and your body through practical advice, biblical wisdom, and heartfelt encouragement. And as a disclaimer, we are not pastors, but passionate registered dietitians and sisters in Christ, offering our insights to support you on this faith-filled journey to a healthier, more fulfilling life. Join us by taking a seat at our table as we break bread and allow God in to break the chains of diet culture. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of your daily bread. This week, we are going to be diving into Galatians and happy Advent season, everyone. Um, It really is just such an amazing time of year thinking about Jesus's birth and what that means. And that's what we want to talk about today. So this is Galatians 4, 4 through 5, reading from the ESV. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters. I'm listening to that and I see your Christmas lights in the background (laughs) and I feel like everything's been on, you know, full speed ahead and I haven't been able to sit in this season and Mm -hmm. soak it up yet. I think that's natural for most people just with the hustle and bustle, not being able to slow down. And I, I think it's so easy with consumerism to forget the reason of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I always like to reflect on like how, you know, God needed to come down as man and like how he chose to come through a woman as a baby and like grow up. I've been working with children and babies in this rotation that I'm in in my dietetic internship. And it's so incredible to think about like God could have come down from the clouds like you know powerful and mighty right. whatever he wanted and he came to to earth as a baby and lived you know and grew up and he was a toddler and that must have been cute but it, it, the vulnerability of children and everything and how god chose to come down as a baby so i always mm-hmm. like to think about that you know this yeah. time of year like really really think about like what that must have been like Yeah. And just the whole life cycle. And that allows Jesus to have so much empathy for what we're going through in any season that we're in, because Jesus has personally felt all of those emotions. Mm -hmm. He has been scorned. He has had to wait Mm -hmm. all of these things. And um, even though it's such a busy season, I think even in the little pockets of time that we have, it's probably not a realistic season. And I know for you, Hannah, specifically, it's not a realistic season to have two hours of quiet time in the morning and sitting in silence and solitude and taking a full day as a Sabbath and like doing all these spiritual practices that we know fill our cup up and get us overflowing. The cup is overflowing. Um, Right now, we might be overflowing with stress, but God meets us in the season that we're in and he, he knows. And I think even these little pockets of time that we have when you're in the car, when you're waiting in line, when you're cooking, when you're waiting for something to heat up in the microwave, 
using that time to bring awareness to God. He sees that time. And um, I know for you specifically, you're kind of waiting for this season to be over. And there's so many of us that are waiting for something with us, waiting for a partner, waiting for a test result, waiting for just some sort of answer or clarity or change. Um, but God is not still, even if he may be silent right now. And I Mm. think that's what this season can also remind us of because Jesus is, I mean, people waited years, generations, so many hundreds of years. And we were really forced to, I say we, I wasn't obviously there when they were waiting. Oh, praise God. We have, we live in a generation (laughs) where we, you know, are post Jesus, but um, back then they were waiting and just had to cling to God's word and God, God's promise that he was going to bring a savior into this world. And then between the old Testament and new Testament, there were 400 years of silence where they didn't hear from God and they didn't see God's hand, but God was still working in that time. And Mm. so I think whatever season we're in, Jesus's birth can be such a reminder to us that even though we may have to wait, God is still working and God is working in our waiting. And we can trust that because of Jesus. Jesus's Mm. birth was just the ultimate fulfillment of a promise. And if God can do that and fulfill this mighty promise, he can fulfill all the little things in our life too. Mm. It's so true. And I'm thinking about it's December. It's the end of the year. A lot of people start to think about, oh, I need to, you know, once the holidays are over, like I'm going to get back on track or I'm going to start a New Year's resolution. And, or maybe people have been trying to like make changes for their, you know, for their health since November, October and doing it from a point where you're like trying not to make weight loss like the priority. It can be hard waiting to feel better. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's real. That is real. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I'm doing the things. I'm I'm walking the walk, like, and I'm waiting to feel better. Like, why don't I feel better? Um, and you know, this could be like <laughs> you've been you've been uh implementing these changes for like a week or two. Um, and so imagine like 400 years, you know, and and we know that like the promises of God are fulfilled. Like when, when, when God promises something to his people that is within his will, it happens in his time. Yes. Emphasis on his time in due time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's really hard to know sometimes, especially when you're doing something for your health. Like, am I doing the wrong thing? for my diagnosis, my body, whatever season of life that I'm in. I was just talking to my mom and she was like, yeah, the workouts that I used to do a decade ago, don't work for me now. How I used to eat a decade ago, don't don't work for me now as I'm entering menopause. I feel like my body's fighting against me. And so her and I had a long conversation about that because when you are just around that age, your hormones change, your body composition changes and your response to things change or obviously your metabolism changes. So it can be very mm-hmm. frustrating. So sometimes it's hard to know, am I just doing the wrong thing and I do need to make a shift or am I on the right track 
and I just need to give it more time. I just need to be patient. And maybe I need to stop trying so many different things and hopping around and start trusting that what I'm doing is working or just trusting God more to be patient. Yeah. And like not forgetting that God can be part of our health journey and God should be part of, you know, our health and our well-being mentally, physically, everything. Like, you know, we talk about like making sure God is in our marriage and making sure God is in our relationships and making sure. But it's like, what about in our health journey this time of year uh, where families like, aren't you going to go back on that diet? Or I thought you were going to the gym. Like, I can't really tell. And the noise of everybody else kind of starts to creep in uh, this time of year. And, you know, really encouraging those who who are listening and want want god to be in this area of their life like give it to him daily and and ask him to to reveal to you you know what changes uh you should make or could make and and give it to him if it's causing you anxiety you know that's that's not good um and lay it at his feet and trust trust mm that God will come through for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that his his plans for you are are greater than anything that you could dream up. Any like, you know, any body, worldly body that you could dream up. Like just just remember, remind yourself when it starts to become all consuming, like of of our heavenly bodies that will be made new and um that ultimately God is in control. Mm-hmm. And that God is good. It's so much easier to trust God in the waiting. It's easier to bring things to him daily and surrender things at his feet when we know that we know in our knowing, like the deepest part of our being that God is good. Because if you don't know that, or if you let yourself forget that, you will just be constantly frustrated and feel that God is a condemning God. If anything bad happens to you, or if you're not healed in in our time frame and how we want things to be done. Um, so we have to keep coming back to God is good and he wants the best for us. Mm. Yes. And even ask God to bring, you know, the right people into your life, you know, the right doctor, the right dietitian, the right support group to be encouraging and not discouraging and to be uplifting and not condemning and maybe even that your physician will will be a christian and your dietitian and in your support group um and yeah yeah, like working toward being you know our best here on earth but reminding ourselves that we are not in control we are not our own gods we are not the god of our body and you know ultimately like we want to make sure that we're prioritizing, you know, our our spiritual health above everything. Yeah, absolutely. And we've gotten some feedback on the show, which if y'all have any feedback or advice for us, things that you like or would like to see more of with the show, please send us a DM on Instagram at your daily bread podcast. But some of you have reached out and um you know, you're like, this is amazing. I love this kind of non-diet approach and finding this, finding health information and this approach where I can make peace with my body and food through scripture. 
I'd love to see things be more tangible. And Hannah and I were very intentional about having our first couple episodes be more about what is a non-diet approach? How do we find the subscription? Like more of our philosophies, because we know that in our diet culture filled society, our approach is countercultural, which is good because we should be, um, you know, in the world, not of the world. So our philosophy is very much like that as well when it comes to health, which makes sense because that's from God. Um, but if you are wondering how to make some of these episodes more tangible, which we will continue to do that as we have more episodes. But I think the first thing that y'all can be doing, if we're talking about this and you're like, well, I don't know how I would hear from God about like seeing a specific doctor or seeing a message or a certain resource, like that would be the first step is to spend time with God or maybe change up how you're doing your quiet time or get some guidance around your quiet time so that you can learn how to hear from him specifically. I know for me, God speaks to me in signs. That's just, I see signs from him daily. We have a him and I have inside jokes. Like I have certain things where I'm like, God, I see you. Like I, I know that's from you. And I also have spent enough time with him. I know what he sounds like when he says things to me. How does he speak to you? Oh, definitely. Like there will be things that will happen. And I'm like, my fiance and I will look at each other and be like, that's a God thing. Or like my parents and I will look at each other and be like, that's a God thing. And so yeah. I, I would say like definitely just through the the course of the day uh, where I'm like, God, please, you know, whatever. I'm like pleading with him in the morning or something. And, um, you know, then it's, that thing like happens later or like there's such a clear answer. And I'm like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> I just had to yeah. ask God. I just had to give it to God. And yeah. um, I think one of the biggest things is like not just sitting, but like actively like asking him, like, show mm -hmm. me, show yes. me or or put the right person in my life who will show me. Mm, that's good. That's good. So that would be my suggestion for a place to start with some of this stuff. Um, and he will start to show you and it will get more tangible as y'all lean in. Um, oh, I'm just so excited to see what comes out of everyone's waiting seasons. And God does this so that we can trust him more in this preparation process. So yes. good. So sit, sit in the discomfort of waiting and um, give your discomfort to God and trust in him through this journey. Yes. And we hope that everyone has a Merry Christmas and yes. we will see you next week. Yes. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Your Daily Bread. We hope you found inspiration and practical guidance to nourish your body and soul. Remember, the journey to a healthier relationship with food and a deeper connection with Christ is ongoing, and we're here to support you every step of the way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you've been blessed by our content, please consider sending this episode to a few friends that need to hear this message. And we also invite you to leave us a review. Your feedback and support mean the world to us and really help the show grow. As we conclude today's episode, we encourage you to take what resonated with you into your quiet time with God. Allow God to reveal to you any changes that you can make for his glory, trusting that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. Stay tuned for our next episode, where we'll continue to explore how God's word helps us heal our relationship with food and our bodies. Until then, may you find both physical and spiritual nourishment, and may you be filled with his peace and joy. God bless.